Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike three, a 95-mile-an-hour fastball. And Bryce Miller sets franchise history tonight in Oakland. He becomes the first pitcher in Mariners history with 10 strikeouts in his major league debut and only the 30th pitcher in the history of the game. What an electric debut for the 24-year-old from Texas, Bryce Miller, tonight in Oakland. Bryce Miller and some history for the Mariners. He has been sensational to start his Mariners career. And today on Mariners Pod, we're going to get to know Bryce Miller a little bit better. That start against the ace, he struck out 10 in six innings of work, just one run, no walks. And then yesterday, great again against the Astros, six innings again, two hits again, this time no runs, one walk and five strikeouts. So the Mariners get a series win against the Astros. Well, a roller coaster ride of a series, so frustrating in the first game and I guess seven innings. But the Mariners turn it around. A big seven-run eighth inning with two outs. They break through against the Astros and Montero. The Mariners get game two. And then yesterday, Bryce Miller helping lead the Mariners to a series win against the Houston Astros after sweeping aside the A's and winning that final game against Toronto. Mariners on a nice run as the Texas Rangers come to town tonight. A big series for the Mariners before another Long road trip, but nice stretch of ball, certainly, for the Seattle Mariners right now. As for Bryce Miller, off to a fine start. Rick Riz and I had a wide-ranging conversation to get to know the newest Mariners starter. We started the conversation. He was new to Major League Camp this year, so just getting his thoughts and kind of being around the Major League team and other pitchers for the first time. Main thing... You know, overall, I've just been trying to, you know, get to know the older guys, get to know the guys I've been watching on TV for the last couple of years um, and kind of, you know, take what I can from them and see how they go about their day, you know, day, day in, day out, and, you know, learn little bits and pieces from all of them. When we talked last year, uh, you had just started throwing a sweeping slider, and you junked your curveball, you went two sliders. Are, are things still evolving for you at this point, or are you pretty settled in with, kind of your arsenal no I mean I'm, I think every time I go out uh, you know I, I kind of learn learn more about about the sweeper it's still you know a relatively new pitch but it's it's definitely getting better I'm getting more comfortable with it it's it's something that I kind of I have to I'm trying to push to be more horizontal with it mm-hmm. less depthy um, so that's kind of something I've been focusing on recently but overall you know everything everything feels pretty good um, 
think we're, we're right where we need to be. How do you do that? Do you change the grip on the ball to make it go one way or the other? Uh, it's it's the same grip. It's more of just where I'm at at release, how it comes off the middle finger. You know, sometimes it's it's more curveball like. Uh, if I get too far in front of it, then it's yeah. you know too much depth. I'm trying to push horizontal, so um, it's it's tough because I'm trying to throw it as hard as I can and yeah. make it go <laughs> get away from the bat. Yeah, but yeah. we're getting there. On the major league side, we've seen a lot of collaboration, right? On new pitches like last year, everyone started throwing the two seamer essentially in the rotation. How much collaboration and conversation is there? Uh, where you've been between starters about stuff and pitches and that sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, we, we all talk. We all kind of throw different, so it's like, for me, I can take stuff from everybody, really, but I have to, you know, decide what I think is going to help me out the best. Um, and, like, last year, Kirby started throwing that two-seam, and I don't know, I've he just kind of picked it up and threw it. I've, I've, never, <laughs> I've yeah. never thrown a two-seam, so it's, you know, you never know. Every, every now and then you can just – one guy might say something that really clicks, and that's why you know, if, you, if you go into it being like, oh, I don't, I don't, you know, this guy, I don't throw like him, so I'm not going to get nothing from him, then you know, you might miss out on something. So yeah. I try to try to talk to everybody and see see what they got. If they have have something, you know, I'll take it. If if I don't like it, then whatever. But the young guys have had so much success over the last couple of years. Logan Gilbert, George Kirby, what kind of impact? does that have on you as one of the top young pitchers to move forward in this organization? It's good to see. It's cool to watch them. Um, just knowing that they were in the same spot as me, you know, a couple of years ago, I think if I go out and, and continue to pound the zone and be healthy and, and throw, how I know I'm supposed to, then, you know, things, things should work out uh, pretty well. Yeah. But yeah, it's definitely, you know, seeing them come from here to where they are now, just in a short, short time span. It's, it's definitely, it's good to see. Let's talk about where you were at last year. You made, I think, one start at Modesto, and then you were called up right away. And uh, then you yeah. went to Everett, or was it the other way around, and I then was, you wound up in Arkansas. Yeah, I was in Everett for a couple months. I had to go down to uh, Fresno for a week, but then back to Everett, and then over to Arkansas for, I think I had 50 or so innings in, in Arkansas. So. Yeah. What was it like moving up right away within the organization like that and only your second year of pro ball? What did you learn from the experience last year? Honestly, I didn't really notice much of a difference between high A and double A. Um, I think, once again, for me, as long as I do what I'm supposed to do, things work out. Um, I usually have good results whenever I'm in the zone. Yeah. And the only time I would get into trouble last year would be it, it would be like I kind of forced it. Like I, yeah. I, you know, fell behind in a count and just went middle middle or something. That's when you know I'd get hit. But really, overall, like between even I think low A to high A, there's more approach. You know, low A, you kind of have a lot of young guys that are on, on swing. And then high A to double A is really about the same, I think. You got a little more approach as well. Yeah. But for me, it was really all the same. Just go out and, and do what I'm supposed to do, and, and things worked out. For people that have never seen you pitch, how would you describe your fastball to them? It's a high spin fastball from a low vertical approach angle, which it's got – pretty high uh, vertical break not much horizontal just gonna throw it as hard as I can be at the top of the zone and you know let it eat but I like to it's definitely my favorite pitch I like to challenge challenge with it if I fall behind just throw it um, especially you know 0-2-1-2 get it at the top and 
and see what happens. But, I mean, every time I throw it, I just throw it as hard as I can. It's <laughs> yeah, a good pitch. Yeah. High school, college, now the pros. When did the velocity start to come around for you as a kid? I always threw hard. I didn't start throwing in high school until my senior year. Um, Pitching-wise, I played outfield. And, you know, I always threw hard from the outfield, so I ended up pitching uh, my senior year. I think I was like 89 up to 91 or something. Um, and then my freshman year, that was my first year focusing on pitching, learning learning more about my body and stuff. I did first year doing drive line like the weighted balls. And that year I was usually like 92, 93. I think I was up to 96 that year. But really every year I've gotten better. Um, velocity's increased every year. And I think that's just come with throwing more and gaining weight and learning my body more. Um, but like even even this year, I think on average, I'm, I'm ahead of where I was last year. Whose brilliant idea was it to send you to the mound? Your high school baseball coach, or was that your idea? It was it was kind of a mutual thing. We the year before we had both of our both of our pitchers were seniors, so we didn't have much coming back. So I was like, yeah. You know, I, th I threw when I was like 12, so I get on there. <laughs> In the scheme of things, out. yeah, you haven't been a starter for all that long. How much do you feel like you're still learning every time you take the mound as a starter? No, I think, you know, every time I go throw, I, I, I get better. I learn something. My freshman year, I closed. Sophomore year, I was a bullpen guy. Junior year, I closed. And then my last year at A&M, I started, but it was still a weird year. Mm. And, you know, so this past year was – my first full season starting all year and uh you know we're still learning every time i go out but definitely getting better who's got the better blonde hair you or taylor dollard <laughs> his his is a little more blonde than mine. <laughs> <laughs> on the bleachy side <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i don't i don't think his is natural i don't think i don't think he came like that okay so do you have do you have the best mustache in camp i got to right i think so i mean i will say Whenever Isaiah Campbell, when he shaves the sides and he just goes stash, yeah. it's it's a quality stash. But he's been he's been going full beard lately, so he uh, I, don't, I I can't give him credit for it. <laughs> Visiting with Bryce Miller, uh, I, you remind me of another young Texan who pitched for us, Mark Lowe, uh, born in Mount Pleasant. Not sure where that is. I spent two years in the minor leagues in Amarillo, Texas. Were you a Ranger fan or an Astro fan? Uh, Houston. Uh, so Mount Pleasant, that's East Texas. I was born there, but we moved to New Braunfels, Texas uh, when I was less than one. So I was in New Braunfels my whole life. Uh, and it's between San Antonio and Austin, uh, about 20 minutes from San Antonio. But we're closer to Houston. Okay. And the other high school in New Braunfels, Lance Bergman, went there. Hmm. And so, you know, growing up, seeing him with the Astros definitely helped um, oh. sway me that way. Who were your favorite uh, players growing up as a kid? Probably Berkman, just Berkman. being being a, a hometown guy. Um, watched a lot of him. Are there any pitchers that you look at in today's game that, I don't know if model yourself after is the right word, but you're interested in watching how they go about it? Throughout college, I watched I watched a lot of uh, Walker Buehler. Mm -hmm. um, not, a, not a huge dude and went out and threw gas and had a, had a lot of success early, so um, I watched a lot of him, but Right now, I honestly don't watch that much baseball right now because I'm at the field every day. So. <laughs> You're kind of busy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you do end up watching a lot of baseball every I day. Do, it's yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. It feels like you, you watch enough. Mm -hmm. Just <laughs> yeah. not on TV. 
you have any teammates that try and imitate the Texas draw? Dollar does. His actually isn't that bad for a California boy. <laughs> <laughs> so he's pretty good at it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's good to know. What's been your biggest moment so far uh, on a baseball field? It could be going back to high school or college or, you know, in the minor leagues last year. That, that really proved that you could take the next step and keep going. Probably all of last year kind of going into that year. They were even going into the draft. Um there was a lot of question marks on me, like as to whether or not I could start. And I think, yeah. you know, going into last year, that was still a question. And I always felt like I could do it. I just had to go prove it. And, you know, ended up with 26 or 27 starts last year and 130 innings. Um, finishing the year in Arkansas, I think my last my last start, I went seven, uh, 14 Ks, one walk. Um, and so finishing the year over 130 innings and still feeling strong at the end of the year was something that, you know, I was I was really happy about. Kind of led me into the off season, you know, just yeah, feeling good. Yeah. Does it feel like you've validated the belief in yourself at this point? I think I always I always knew that I was better than like the credit I was given. Um, and I think it's just starting to all come together. It's starting to get more attention. Um, and I think. You know, I still got a long ways to go, but people are starting to realize, you know, where we're at. So it's 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 cool to see, but it's also I'm not not at the goal yet. We still got still got ways to go. Hmm. Bryce, uh, there's so many talented veteran guys on this pitching staff. You know, Luis Castillo and my goodness, uh, Robbie Ray winning the signing award a couple of years ago. Who's the one veteran that has kind of taken you under the under their wing there? Uh, honestly, I talked to Luis quite a bit. Um, I've I hang out. I like to talk to like Prelander, Baroa, and Juan Thin, and they're you know obviously they're always with Luis. And yeah. my Spanish isn't that great, <laughs> but it'll uh, get better. Yeah, I like talking to them yeah. and Munoz, and uh, I like trying to learn learn more Spanish every day. If, if I talk, if I'm around it and talk talk yeah. it more, then you know it 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 helps. But yeah, Luis, uh, it's this is really the first year I've I've talked to you know veteran pitchers that. You know, have signed these big contracts and you know from the outside it's like you don't really know what to expect like when you talk yeah. to him and you know he's extremely chill like you wouldn't just talking to him you'd have no right. idea that he has that status so um yeah it, it, it's it's super cool when you're here and in the minors various spots what do you miss most about texas ah uh, i mean being home i don't know it's just it's just different you know, uh, being around friends and family and being close to the coast, we have we got land. My grandpa's got got a ranch over in in Del Rio, Texas. Being all over the place, I can't just go hunt whenever I want. So uh, yeah. it, being back home, I, if I get bored, head to the coast, go duck hunt, or you know, head to Del Rio, go go mess around at the ranch. But that's probably the main thing. Tell us a little bit about your family. My mom and dad, uh, my mother was a huge baseball fan. Uh, my dad was as well. Brothers, sisters, uh, tell us about uh, the uh, Miller family. Yeah, no, I'm I'm a only child. Uh, it's it's all me. Um, but my dad, he was a, a high school basketball coach. He coached pretty much all the sports through the years, but mainly basketball. Um, that's what we were doing in Mount Pleasant. And then he moved, and he was actually the assistant coach at the other high school in New Braunfels for the, pretty much my whole time in high school. He's, he did that. He did baseball. He did golf. He did 
football, um, but his main thing was basketball. And he didn't play much baseball growing up. He was he played more basketball and football. But um, and then my mom, she's she works at a accounting firm in in San Marcos, Texas. Um, so my dad's retired now, and they any chance they can come on come on and see me. But they uh, they got a chance to get out of work, come watch some baseball there. <laughs> They, they're they're all in on that. Let's go back to draft day uh, just a couple of years ago out of Texas A&M. You said you went in the fourth round. What was that day like for you and the anticipation of looking forward to starting your professional career? You know, it was it was exciting. Um, it I, So I got drafted my freshman year. Um, yeah. And then junior year was the COVID year and kind of went through the draft process again. So really – in 21, that was like kind of my third time going through it, so I kind of knew more what to expect. But it's it's a mix between like excitement and like being nervous because you don't you don't know. I got drafted, and two days later, I was headed to to Phoenix, you know, and it's like I could be going to Seattle or Miami or New York, who knows? Um, right. But it's uh it was definitely exciting, you know. Whenever I got the call from my agent saying we're going to Seattle, I was like. Honestly, I at that time hadn't seen. I don't think I've seen any Seattle games, but <laughs> I didn't know hardly anybody on the team. But uh, it's I was excited, and you know here we are, and I'm, I think you know everything happens for a reason, and I've gotten tremendously better over this last this last year and a half, and I think we're still growing. Yeah, it really hasn't been that long of a time. But how different are you as you look at yourself as a pitcher now compared to when you were drafted? Mainly, I've I've learned a lot um one thing with seattle is we we use the analytics you know quite a bit and it's it's really opened my eyes to trusting the stuff more using the whole zone and it it helped out quite a bit obviously but going out and pitching i think if you watch a game from my last year at a&m versus now it's completely different really i mean still got the fastball but more confident in the in the cutter and plus the new sweeper, and I don't think I ever threw any change-ups for a strike at A&M, and now I every now and then toss them in there for a strike. So, yeah, great <laughs> nice. so we're getting there. You know, it's yeah. like I said, every time I go out and throw, I'm, I'm still learning. I think that's kind of come with getting more innings and more time on the mound, you know. So you call sweeper and your other – it's not a gyro slider, it's a cutter. Is that how you classify it? It's, it's a gyro slider. It's a gyro and a okay. sweeper. But, it's, but do you call it a cutter? Yeah, like, just because it's easier to say. Cutter, or do you have slider. a cutter on top? Okay, I got yeah. it. Okay. So it's it's really fastball, gyro slider, sweeper, mm-hmm. and then change up. But two sliders is hard to yeah explain. Yeah. Right, <laughs> right. That makes sense. Thanks for taking all the time today. We really appreciate yeah. it. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. And if you're still around this far into the conversation, if you want to keep going, I talked to Bryce Miller last season as well when he was with Arkansas. I'll include that conversation here. It's on a previous Mariners pod as well, but I'll just tag it right here. That's some interesting stuff that wasn't covered in the conversation you just listened to in case you wanted to keep on going. The numbers kind of speak for themselves so far this year, but what's been the key to all the success on the mound? It's been really impressive to watch. I think coming into this year, I just kind of came into it fully focused on believing in my in my pitches and believing in my stuff and just throwing the ball over the plate and that's been been the main thing I'm focused on and whenever I throw the ball over the plate I, I have the most most success 
and I've, I've been able to do that pretty well so far. So I've, I've been been very happy with it, and hopefully can keep it rolling. And it's kind of amazing to look at your journey, especially as a starter, because just in relative career time, you haven't spent that long as a starter. When when did you first become a starting pitcher? I didn't really start pitching until my senior year of high school. Um, I, I played outfield and and was a hitter most of my life. And my senior year, I ended up ended up pitching because we needed a guy, and I could always throw pretty pretty hard. So uh, I gave it a shot, and I started all year that year, and uh, did pretty good. Had had success, and then I ended up going going to junior college, and was supposed to. We thought about playing both ways, outfield and pitch, but then for long I was just just pitching but I didn't start in college until my it was my senior year or my COVID junior year my second junior year um, that was my my first year starting and so really that was last year but it was a definitely an adjustment but like I, I mean I started in my high school my senior year of high school and you know it, it took it definitely took a little bit to get back into the swing of it but I think we're definitely getting there so the year before I was closing and you know, the draft got cut short because of COVID and stuff. And with me deciding to go back, uh, one of the main reasons was so that I could start. We had, we had lost our Friday and our Saturday guy uh, the year before to the COVID draft. And so there was an opportunity to start, and I, I figured I could do it um, because I, I did have four pitches. So difficult to use four pitches as a closer. And I figured I could do it, and I just wanted, I had the opportunity to, to show that I could and then that's that's how I ended up here. So going back to your high school, is it true that you were the unicorns? Was that your mascot? <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> I think I believe we're the only we're the only unicorns in in the country. I believe the true unicorn. That's so great. So were there unicorns like on your jerseys? They said unicorns. Yeah, yeah. I think on my Instagram I have a couple pictures from from high school, and it it just says unicorns across our chest. So. It's uh, we're we're the mighty fighting fighting unicorns, so pretty intimidating. That's phenomenal. Just relative terms, you haven't been starting for that long. Do you still feel like that you kind of learning every time you go out, even at this point? Yeah, for sure. Um, I think every time I go out and pitch, I definitely learn more about about pitching, and still have a long ways to go. But it's definitely starting to come along. I'm I'm getting way more comfortable with it. You know, in college, I always some reason last year in college as a starter I always had an issue getting past the third inning my third inning would would always I'd end up walking a guy or two and giving up a hit or two but now I really haven't had much issue this year so I think just being healthy and doing it for for another year has helped a lot and I've learned more about how to how to pace myself and not not to get too worn out and and all that so there's definitely still more still more that I need to learn and stuff but it's it's definitely coming along. There's a video that I think caught everyone's attention in the offseason where you threw a hundred in a bullpen. The first obvious question is, what is it like to throw a hundred miles per hour? <laughs> uh, I mean, it's always been that was always a goal of mine ever since junior in junior college. I I got up to 96, and so ever since then, for about the last four years, I've been trying to trying to get up to triple digits, and I finally did. So it's definitely exciting, but It'd be a little different if I was like if I was closing this year. I think it'd be different just because I could come in and just absolutely let it eat. Mm. But as a starter, you know, plan on going five, six, seven innings. 
I got to kind of tone it back. I can't, I can't get too, uh, too velo happy. So in the games, I try to try to kind of let it go. And that way I can, I can be good for the whole game. For people that have never seen you pitch, how would you describe yourself to them on the mound? A lot of, a lot of fastballs, the fastball heavy. Um, the fastball has a lot of ride off the fastball. I have two sliders that I'm throwing now. Uh, I got rid of my curveball, So I'm going a gyro slider, which is kind of like a cutter that I'm, is usually like 88 to 90. Mm. And then I have a sweeping slider that's 82, 85, um, that I've, I just picked up like four weeks ago and I've, gotten extremely comfortable with it and then off of those three i have a change up that i mix in um here and there but my out pitch is going to be a fastball up and if not off that then it's going to be a slider down and away so coming at you with with uh with all of it and trusting my stuff and that's been what i've been going with this year so hit my spots and i, I should be in good good shape I'm always fascinated when new pitches are picked up along the way. How did that process work for you, finding the new slider? Uh, honestly, whenever Matt Brash debuted, I was watching, I was watching him throw, and I was like, "Geez, that his slider moves so much!" And I was like, "I feel like I could do that." And um, I I know how he how he threw it. I'd seen a video on his grip and stuff, and I kind of I kind of tweaked it a little bit. And uh, the next day, I just went out and I changed my grip a little bit and started throwing it and it just worked so I've been able to ride with that and every every uh every week I've gotten better with it so it's definitely I'm definitely happy I was I was I decided to do that because it's become a a huge pitch for me nice how much did Texas A&M pitching at Texas A&M help you where you are now pitching professionally how much did that help get you where you are you know I, I definitely would not be here without A&M and without Coach Childress and you know everybody that everybody that helped me along the way, but I think those three years at A and M helped me develop. And um, you know I was extremely raw coming out of coming out of junior college and was pretty much pretty much fastball only. I had a slider that I was playing with, but through those years at A and M, I was just able to you know continue to gain velocity, get stronger, and you know trust more in my pitches. And I also I never really pictured myself playing at A and M in high school and. Going up there and having success and throwing in the SEC was uh, definitely something that made me realize that I I definitely had a future in professional baseball. So A&M was a huge part of my success and forever grateful for it. Do you have a favorite moment in college? Uh, I usually go with I came in my sophomore year and through the eighth inning um, against Texas in Austin, and that game was was wild, but. That was probably one of my favorite moments, just being a part of the rivalry, and it was a sellout. I think they had like their second or their highest attendance of a midweek game there that day, and it was it was it was a lot of fun. Came in in the eighth and and threw, and we ended up winning the game. So it was I'd have to go with that. Just it's always a good time throwing against Texas, especially when you win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> What was it like playing baseball growing up as a kid in Texas? We did a lot of traveling, played a lot of a lot of weekends in the heat, but you know, I, it was just a lot of fun playing around with all my buddies and uh, just having a good time. But definitely hot and humid. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Did you have favorites growing up? Favorite team? Favorite players? Yeah, I always grew up kind of Astros fan. 
the uh, the high school down the street from me, they had Lance Berkman went to that high school, so he was probably one of my favorite players growing up. But these days I watch more of like Walker Bueller. He's been a guy that I've watched since he got out of Andy. Mm. But um, yeah, I I kind of shifted to to a pitcher being my favorite now because I actually pitch. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever have any? I don't know, desire to hop back in the box and hit once in a while? Does that ever enter your mind? Yeah, I want to. I, they don't ever let me, though. It'd be, <laughs> it'd be fun to go take some swings, but they won't let me. <laughs> nice. So when I see your profile pictures, I, I see the mustache. Are you, I assume you're still rocking the mustache. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm still rocking it. Nice. Is there a story behind it, or is it just a great look? No, it's just it's. I started it in college, and I've just rode with it. I feel like I got to keep it now. I don't yeah. even know. I'm so weird without it. Well, looking at the numbers, I feel like you have to keep doing whatever you're doing, including the mustache. I think that's the right <laughs> approach. Yeah, yeah. If there was, if I get into a slump or something, I'll have to switch it up, <laughs> I guess. But right now we're rolling. So, you know, it's interesting spending time in Everett, you know, so close to the big league club, pretty short drive. I mean, you're in the same media market. I mean, how aware are you just what's happening with the organization? You know, when Kirby makes his debut, watching that, just how aware being so close are you to everything Mariners? It's definitely cool, you know, getting to see the city and all that. I've, I've never been anywhere close to up here before um, about a couple months ago, but I keep up with the, with the big league team quite a bit, just mainly because I got to know a lot of those guys through spring training and all that, so it's it's cool to see them get up there and Kirby get up there and have have success and throw. But um, also because you know that's where I want to be, so I keep up with them and try to compare myself to the to the guys that are throwing right now. So it's it's uh, it's definitely cool. I haven't made it out to a game yet, but I need to. Yeah, you should definitely check it out. No doubt. When you think about the rest of the season. What's kind of your goal? What do you want to accomplish the rest of this season? My main goal, you know, I think we're creeping up on the halfway mark. So if I can continue to have success, continue to trust my stuff, and, you know, get through the season healthy, this season I'll will be the most innings I've thrown, you know, by far mm. in a year. So if, you know, that's my main goal is just stay healthy throughout the year and continue trusting in my stuff and, I believe. I mean, I'll, I'll continue to have success as long as I do. So that's the main thing: get through the year healthy and and see where it takes me. How much you enjoy starting compared to bullpen? I definitely enjoy starting just because it's you know I get get on a routine and I'm able to I know what day I'm going to throw and I know what I need to do to prepare. Whereas closing or, or bullpen, it's like I got to be ready to go every day mm-hmm. and never really know if I'm going to throw or not. But on the other side of that, starting, you know, I only, I only get to play once a week, so <laughs> it's not not as fun. And and out of the bullpen, less pitches means I could let it eat a little more. But I've definitely grown to like starting a lot, so I'm I'm glad to be starting. But I think if I was just going one inning, I could definitely blow it by some people. But nice, <laughs> nice. Okay, so let's lay out this scenario. You've got an off day. No baseball. You can do anything you want. What are you doing on an off day? Uh, I drug my clubs all the way up here um, from Texas, so I, I got to go go try out some golf. I'm not not the best golfer, but 
I feel like I have to since I brought my clubs all the way up here. I'm guessing a yeah. weather. I guess you've had a weather adjustment with golf and baseball, Texas compared to the Northwest. Yeah, usually it's like going out there to go golfing right now in Texas. It's like fighting the heat, gonna drink a bunch of water. <laughs> but here it's like, I mean, on a good day, the weather's nice and get to actually enjoy it. You know, coming from Phoenix, the weather was nice this winter, but yeah. um, I don't know if I'd want to want to golf much in the summer in Phoenix. It'd be 120, have a heat stroke. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, Bryce, thank you so much for taking the time today, and congrats on all the success. It's been super fun to watch everything you've done from afar, and we'll keep watching, and more success. Congratulations. We can't wait to talk again. Thank you. Yes, sir. I appreciate your time. Thanks for having me.